Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Happy Independence Day, July 4th, 19, excuse me, 2023. Great to be with you on this day. So, do the Declaration of Independence, this great document and this great event in human history, which really is the shot that was heard around the world. Does the Declaration's principles have timeless significance? Are they timeless principles? your natural rights, your ability to speak your mind freely. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Aren't those your timeless rights? Your opportunity to live life the way you see fit, whether it's in accordance with God's rules are not, God's laws are not, man's laws are not. Now, if you have liberty, does it have limits? Is that what we celebrate today? Do we just celebrate a day where we declared independence from the tyranny of the crown? Is it still relevant to this day? You might be interested to know that there are, well, there are people in our founding fathers and others, Abraham Lincoln, who pondered all of this. You see, it was no easy thing to commit treason against the crown. And that's what declaring independence was, folks. So what have we become and what is the fight for today? Well, let me just say this to you. We today are in a timeless battle for liberty and we're not going to shrink back from it we're going to be engaged we're going to debate we're going to deliberate we're going to decide some of the most important matters of our nation and of oregon and in fact it starts at the local government Joe Biden said in a mocking statement, and, and this, by the way, comes out of Senator Dennis Linthicum's latest uh, newsletter, said, although President Biden recently mocked patriots, stating that they would need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons to fight against the bureaucratic state, this is not where our battles will take place. Instead, our battle will be waged within the sound fury and turmoil 
of an ideological war all the way down to the local school board. The battle, Senator Linthicum writes, the battle is now at every Oregonian's doorstep. We have a duty to tell a different story. Our duty is to tell the truth. We cannot allow ourselves to lose hope. Now is the time for drawing better men and women into our fold. Now is the time to articulate, articulate the beauty and dignity found in our constitutional principles. Religious freedom, parental rights, freedom of thought and speech, self-protection, and the right to self-governance. Using the Hippocratic motto, first, do no harm. Join with me, he concludes, in commemorating our nation's Declaration of Independence by committing yourself to freedom with their same degree of fervor. Amen to that. Now, you, you, know, you have to understand the context of what he's writing about here. The end of the legislative session in which he was betrayed by three other Republican senators, provided that quorum. For what? For basically nothing. Oh, a few little crumbs from the Democrat table. But the powerful infringement upon inalienable rights still occurred, folks. That's the result of the quote-unquote compromise. Now, this is nothing new. He begins his newsletter on February 1788. 1788, folks. Long after 1776. Before the ratification of the Constitution, Thomas Cogswell, a chief justice of the New Hampshire court, penned an address to the members of the New Hampshire's legislature. He was highlighting constitutional issues and provided some keen insight for us today. First, quote, be as zealous to ward off public evil as others are to bring it on. Because as Cogswell encourages his readers, quote, with diligence, you have a fair chance to prevent it for ages yet to come, unquote. Senator Linthicum writes, this is relevant for Oregon today, as many unsound policies got passed by slim margins in the Democrat majority. Now, I'm going to stop there. And here's why. People of high moral character that will stand against all odds, who will not give up on the timeless principles expressed in our founding document in the Declaration of Independence. People like that are the people that we must elect, whether they be Republican or Democrat or Independent to the Oregon legislature, to your school boards, to your city councils, your county commissions, at every 
elected office, we have the great privilege, and it is a privilege, folks, of choosing those who are supposedly going to represent us, the people who voted them into office. Because what happens if they are not of high moral character is what did happen. Selling us out and betraying. And if you read through Senator Linthicum's newsletter, there is a theme. And it is the theme of high moral character, of a fidelity to the whole principles of the Constitution, but also the principles that led to these famous words, we hold these truths self-evident. And they are, folks, because we do have inalienable rights. And they come not from government, but from God. They are yours. You can choose to live your life however you want. That's your privilege. God Almighty does not demand your fidelity to his law. He loves you and he wants you in your best interest to follow after his words, his will, his plan for your life, for the world, for your family. But you're, choo- you're free to choose to do it or not. God did not make us robots. He made us human beings capable of independent thought, but yet with a deep hole in our soul that cannot be filled by government as the Democrats generally believe, but must be filled. Must be filled. Only with the spiritual satisfaction that is the peace that passes all understanding, that is your relationship with God Almighty, a creator who gave us inalienable rights but they have to be fought for they have to be constantly as Ronald Reagan noted constantly taught to our children so is America today we recognize today 247 years ago men and women put their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor on the line. They they created a document that was treasonous to the crown. They did it knowing that it would cost them their lives. Some of them it did. Their fortunes, most of them gave it all, went broke. Some of them were quite wealthy. But they pledged their sacred honor to each other, to the cause freedom, what it means. It is deep inside our human nature to be free. It is worth it to fight that battle today. At the bottom of the hour, we will have Senator Linthicum with us now. Now that I have set that up for you, let me begin to tell you some stories There's an Independence Day that almost never was, huh? This is from Give Him 15, Dutch Sheets. It's part of his uh, his opening yesterday. Roger Sherman, 
is the only, I mentioned this yesterday, Roger Sherman is the only founding father to sign all four of our major founding documents. The Articles of Association in 1774, the Declaration of Independence 1776, the Articles of Confederation 1777, and the Constitution of the United States in 1787. Who was this man? He was a shoe cobbler, folks. A surveyor and a merchant prior to becoming involved in politics. He was a self-taught lawyer, became a state senator, a superior court judge, and a judge in Connecticut for 14 years. Later, he was a member of the Continental Congress and helped draft the Declaration of Independence. He was also a member of the Constitutional Convention, where he made 138 speeches, folks, at the Constitutional Convention. He became a U.S. representative, and at the age of 70, was elected a U.S. senator. Now, let me share with you some of his words, along with Patrick Henry. It's Independence Day. 247 years, is America still worth fighting for? You bet it is, and we'll talk about it on the other side at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Yeah. Roger Sherman was 45 years old when the Constitutional Convention began. A self-taught man, a shoe cobbler. Now, there are lots of interesting quotes from all of this. And I'm not going to read through them. I will provide a link to this. But you, the reason that I am tying together, and call or hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. Again, 503-589-1220 is a Power Buick GMC talk line. I'm tying together the timeless principles of liberty. that we enjoy that are embodied in the Declaration of Independence with God Almighty. Because you see, our founders did. So don't let anybody tell you that they didn't. Roger Sherman wrote, we have been assured in one of his 138 speeches at the Constitutional Convention, Quote, we have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. 
I firmly believe this, he wrote, said rather. I also believe that without this concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel, the Tower of Babel. We shall be divided by our partial local interests. Our projects will be confounded, and we ourselves shall become a reproach and a byword down to future ages. I'm going to go back to what Senator Linthicum wrote, because this is key. What just happened is the implementation of laws in Oregon that destroy timeless principles of liberty. And people of low moral character, and that's what I'm going to call them, dishonesty, to claim a great victory when there was none. Those people betrayed us, all of us, and they allowed the implementation of laws that will determine the future of Oregon for generations to come. Laws are never unwound, folks. It is extraordinarily rare to see any law that has ever gone on the books removed. Once a policy is in place, it's there forever. Obamacare, folks, is still being administered. Oh, it's been changed. It's still being administered, folks. This is why who we elect means everything. Will we elect people of absolute principle that are willing, like Senator Linthicum, Kim Thatcher, Brian Boquist, Art Robinson? Will we elect people of that level of character that are willing to sacrifice total political careers to stand for the principles of liberty? that we celebrate today that are embodied in the Declaration of Independence. What do you think? Is that worth fighting for? It is. Now, can it be saved? Can we be saved? Yes, we can, and there are wonderful signs of that. But let's go to the phones. Let's go to our caller. Caller, good morning. Praise God, Jeff, for Amen. allowing Art, this good to hear your group. voice. Huh? Good to hear your voice on <laughs> Happy Independence Day, 247 years ago. Absolutely, Jeff. Praise God for allowing this great, great nation to exist. Today I'm reflecting on my family, who were the first to settle the Rogue River Valley, the savages. And it was a great battle to settle Indians. All, all, all of that stuff, Jeff. Um, and I'm just grateful to God that he has created this great nation and given us the responsibility to make it great. And we're doing that, Jeff. I know we're doing it. We're fighting hard. We're, you know, battling the woke left wing. Namely, the Democratic Party. But, by God, I am never going to stop fighting because God wants us to. He wants us to do right, not wrong, and to definitely uh, protect 
our God-given rights to liberty, as you you always say. Um, up early, watering my plants, the whole nine yards, and, you know, just enjoying being allowed to own a beautiful piece of property. And boy, my blueberries are doing great, Jeff. But this doesn't happen in other places. Not at all. And if we don't continue That's right. to do to do God's will and fight evil at every corner, uh, because that's our responsibility. That's what he dictates that we do. And under his leadership, God will help us prevail. It's going to be a hard battle, Jeff, but we will. God bless you all. Thank you, Art. Have a marvelous Independence Day. Marvelous Independence Day. Doug writes an email with 23 million government workers. America is a snake eating its tail. Without a revolt or revolution, we are all dead. Do you think that's true? Is liberty still possible to retain our republic? Let's talk for Senator Dennis Luthicum about a week. Come back at 620, 6.30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on an Independence Day 2023. Happy July 4th to all of you out there 247 years ago. Our founders pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to declare independence from not just the tyranny of the crown, but to fulfill inalienable rights given to us by God. You may not have noticed this. Thank you, uh, Ronnie, and thank you, Barbara, and others that sent me the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling that overturned an Oregon law. James O'Keefe sued the state of Oregon against our state recording laws three years ago. This is a first for journalism. Because it said that we now can covertly record people in the public setting. It's powerful. We conclude Judge Justice Sandra Ikuda out of the Ninth Circuit Court wrote, we conclude that Oregon's law is a content-based restriction that violates the First Amendment right to free speech and is therefore invalid on its face. We have to continually fight for liberty, folks, and free speech is one 
of those inalienable rights given to us by God and not by man. Patrick Henry said this, why stand here we idle? What is that gentleman's wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The concepts, the principles and the values of liberty are timeless because they're based on a timeless God who changes not. And somebody who gets that and understands that more than many of us in modern day times is Senator Dennis Lithicum who joins us now. Senator, thanks for hanging on as I am want to pontificate from time to time. Happy fourth to you. You bet. It's a great Independence Day. The weather is beautiful throughout all of Oregon, and I hope everybody is excited about enjoying their families and um, telling a little narrative. Dads and moms should describe our founders and the beauty and dignity that they created in this in this marketplace of ours. And unfortunately, the left will co- incessantly complain and um, and it is a beautiful thing. It is. You wrote in your latest newsletter, and by the way, folks, if you want to subscribe uh, to Senator Linthicum's newsletters, I encourage you, you can get there uh, through his official state website. You can sign up for the newsletter there. But you also can get there. Um, don't you have another means that people can sign up for your newsletter, mm-hmm. Senator? Yes. Send me a, a note, Dennis at electdennis.com, and just put subscribe on the um, subject line, and I'll put you in. Very good. So, our, give, given what's just happened in the Oregon legislature and where we're headed, do here, and you sort of alluded to this in your newsletter. We need to elect people of greater moral character to stand with you because you put it all on the line along with several others in terms of your political public service by well, right, choosing to I, walk um, out. Yeah, you know what? What I the claim I make in my newsletter is, you know, we're going to have to express diligence. We're going to have to stay on top of this game. Um, we we didn't get to this place where um, the wholesomeness of our entire culture is being questioned because a different moral paradigm has been raised. Suddenly. Men, you know, doing funny things in the library with your five-year-old is just great as long as there's enough um, uh, people who were who will plot or gasp or you know feign disbelief. What we need to do is argue for the founding principles, the creedal values that we see in the Declaration of Independence. If you're if you're going to have a barbecue today. Just read the first two paragraphs of that document 
and and enjoy your day. I mean, it is a beautiful, well-stated, reasoned document that highlights everything that you need to know. We didn't get into this mess overnight, and it's going to take us a while to get out of it. But these creedal values have to be lifted up and uh, taught to our children and grandchildren. Yeah, because we don't pass it to them in our DNA, as I paraphrase Ronald Reagan. It has to be taught. This is the this is where the battle is. Now, you make the point that the battle is at the local level. It's at the school board level. It's at the fire board level, the city council. It's on our doorstep. And you say, we have a duty to tell a different story. Our duty is to tell the truth, the truth that every parent knows about all of these issues. Because that's what this boils down to, doesn't it? And isn't that worth fighting for at the local level? Absolutely. And and that's that was the point I was trying to make is, you know, we we don't have to worry about, you know, like President Biden was, you know, mockingly saying patriots will need some F-15s to come against us, you know, and that's just silliness. That's not actually where the battle is happening. The battle is happening in every local school board, in every city council meeting like you said, in every conservation district meeting or every water board meeting, these ideas are getting propagated from the top down because that's where the money comes from. If you have a printing press and I can hand you another bundle of uh, $100 bills and get you to do my bidding, I've got the game bought and I've got your soul bought too. And this is what we have to resist. We have to resist the money scam that is happening at the federal level. The Democrats in the Oregon legislature are thrilled about quote, federal matching funds and um, the billions of dollars that get funneled into the patronage and um, efforts of of the Democrat party. Republicans do it too, of course. That's my point is we as principled individuals have to say enough is enough. Amen, we do. And this is the opportunity that is before us. And frankly, it's just just to be honest with you, this opportunity that was missed because Tim Canope, Lynn Findlay and Bill Hansel decided to betray the rest of you and cut a deal. There's a headline in the Liberty Daily. It says gender affirming care is not care at all, but mutilation and affirming is not medicine, just delusion and child abuse. And that's what this bill still allows without parental consent. Does it not? Right, it does. And I I point out several of the things that are going on in, in this newsletter. Not only do I have a call for these creedal values that are much bigger and greater and more transient than you and I will ever be, but um, there's real danger in the moral hazards that the legislature is creating in the enticement of young people. If they are confused, we've outlawed in the state of Oregon since 2015, so that's um, eight years ago, we outlawed conversion therapy. In other words, you can't teach 
a child the correct way to think about their gender. You can only steer them towards their false affirmation, you know, and get them on a track towards a lifetime of pharmacological or surgical solutions, most of which don't really work. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough game because, again, it's a money game. Why all the money? Why all the push? Because there's opportunities here for technology. At, at um, Dornberger, you probably have seen the article. They have, quote, a, ro- a, a robotic uh, phalloplasty machine. You know, in other words, it's a surgical device that helps create false phallus for you know women who don't have that you know wow my goodness it's hard it's it's hard to even describe you know uh john adams in 1765 said be not intimidated don't be afraid be not intimidated nor suffer yourselves to be wheedled out of your liberty by any pretense Amen. of politeness, Amen. Thank you, Senator. Unfortunately, we're at the end of we're, our time. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Independence Day to you, and we'll talk with you next week. You bet. Uh, look forward to it. Happy. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us today on Independence Day. 247 years ago, our founders signed a document called the Declaration of the Independence, and they did it knowing it would cost them perhaps their lives, certainly their fortunes, but never their sacred honor. Was that worth fighting for back then? Is it relevant, that fight, those principles to today? What do you think? 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. In a moment, we're going to talk to Another caller. Folks, it's going to be 98 degrees today, at least in the valley. If your air conditioning system dies on you today, call Freedom Heating and Air. Because believe it or not, they'll come out and fix it. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check them out on the web, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Net. Yes, some people still make themselves available to make your life better on July 4th. Freedom, heating, and air. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Are you talking to me? This is Rebecca. I am. Hi, Rebecca. Okay, this, Happy hi. Uh, Independence Day. Good. Yes, it is a wonderful day. And I'm calling because there's been... A promotion that that um, President Thomas Jefferson was not a Christian. In fact, he was an atheist, and that he created a Bible that excluded the supernatural from uh, the life of Jesus. But that's not true. I have the book um, "The Jefferson Lies" by David Barton. 
And in this book, he says that President Jefferson signed several federal acts related to the propagation of the gospel among the Indians. And he created a small booklet that was taken from the life of Jesus that did not exclude the supernatural so that it could be like uh, published in booklet form for the propagation of the gospel among the Indians, which he stated in writing. But the, uh, the people who want to make Jefferson out to be an atheist and our government the, the result of atheists uh, they do not tell the truth about this. And they have fought against David Barton um, and this book that he put together. David Barton was a principal of, a, of an elementary school, and he made a trip to Washington, D.C., and as he walked around and looked at everything, he said to himself, I've been lied to. And so he started a lifelong um, effort to collect original documents. And if you want to read the original document that Jefferson put together for the purpose of propagating the gospel among the Indians, that booklet does not exclude the supernatural. It is an absolute lie that Jefferson was trying to exclude the supernatural. And where can we learn more about that? You mentioned it this, previously. This book is called The Jefferson Lies, and it okay. says Exposing the Myths That You've Always Believed About Thomas Jefferson by David Barton. Very good. Thank you, Rebecca. That's a wonderful, wonderful way uh, for me to segue into the ending of the show. By the way, David Barton, I was honored, uh, along with a group of legislators many years ago, to get a private after-hours tour of the U.S. Capitol building by David Barton himself. Uh, wonderful. Thank you. John Adams wrote this. On July 1st, 1776, three days before the 4th, quote, before, now this is actually a speech to the delegates at the Continental Congress. Before God, he said, I believe the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have and all that I am and all the hopes in this life, I am now ready here to stake upon it. And I leave off as I began. That live or die, survive or perish, I am for the declaration. It is my living sentiment. And by the blessing of God, it shall be my dying sentiment. Independence now and independence forever. The Declaration of Independence was approved the next day, July 2nd. They edited it on the 3rd and they formally adopted it on July 4th. On the 3rd, Abigail, well, Adams wrote to Abigail, his wife. Quote, the second day of July 1776 will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I'm apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations of the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty 
It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forever. Yes, it ought to be. Everything, all of his hopes in this life as a human being, wrapped up in those concepts that are embodied in the Declaration, folks. That's what we celebrate today. It's not just a document. It's just not just our freedom to choose to live life however we want, even with, in or without the boundaries of the law. So you can break the law and you will pay a price for it, generally speaking, unless, of course, you're Joe or Hunter Biden. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. The reality is this. We are free moral agents. We can live our lives the way we want because of what these men and women, their families, laid on the line for us this day, 247 years ago. Let's celebrate it. If you're with people today, and I hope you are, celebrating the 4th, you might strike up a conversation with someone just by simply saying, you know, are the principles in the Declaration Are they timeless? Are they relevant to America today? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness given to us by God and not government? Are those worthy of fighting for today? Are they under assault today? Are your parental rights in jeopardy? Were they just taken from you because of compromising politicians in the Oregon legislature? You know, I bet you could start a conversation and have a meaningful, persuasive conversation about timeless, inalienable rights. I started this show talking about that, and I want to end it with that. Because that's where we are, folks. We have to talk about it. We have to debate it. We have to be persuasive. And yes, sometimes we have to fight for it. Liberty's worth fighting for. So goes the future of this nation by what we choose to do today. Celebrate your liberty today, friends. Be blessed, each and every one of you. Pray for this great nation, this state. Be really willing and ready to stand up and fight from the local level all the way up to the presidency. Be blessed today. We'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you will be too.